Hello, everyone, and welcome to the RHAP Rewind. I am your guest host, Taryn Armstrong, and today we are going to be talking about uh, one of my genuinely favorite reality shows of all time, uh, Solitary. And with me, of course, to talk about Solitary is Chappelle. How are you doing, Chappelle? Taryn, I'm good. I looked around. It wasn't just me today. I thought I was going to be in a box by myself, but <laughs> I have you here and Mari. So I'm in good. I'm in a good mood. I'm in a very good mood. Rob's out, but luckily y'all are here to hang out with me uh, to talk about this show. Yes. Uh, also with us here is Mari. How you doing, Mari? Hi, guys. I'm just glad that there are multiple people around me because you will never catch me in a pod by myself for an extended period of time. So I'm glad that I can sit here and I can watch these people do this um, and not partake. But I will critique. That's for sure. Yes. Chappelle, what is your name? <laughs> oh, I, I guess I'm number one. Who is number one? Um, yes. Am I number one? So, uh, Solitary is, is a show, uh, that was on the, the Fox reality channel. Um, that I, from in my memory, so I watched this when I was in probably high school. And, Mm. um, and I think this channel was like, if you had like, you know, cable, like the digital cable or whatever, it was like the good number, cable. number 600 good something, you know, it was like some yes. obscure, ch- I have no idea how I managed to find this show. Uh, but I stumbled upon it and it was on this Fox reality channel. Um, and man, this, I just binged this show, uh, when I was a kid, I loved it so much. Uh, same I was in college when um, Fox Reality was a channel like literally like why are we in the 800s how did we get here but now I my my TV never leaves this channel like Fox Reality channel not only did they have solitary they also had like Forever Eden they had like any any like random just the most obscure reality tv show you can imagine um but between like uh the amazing race they did have like amazing race and stuff like that but they had the average joe beauty and the geek like fox reality was the best that that channel was absolutely the best for somebody who loves reality as much as i do and i I know as much as we all do so fox like bring that back please please (laughs) that's that's a good point. If you think about it, there's probably like a Venn diagram of like where we all are in life. And then at yes. some point, all of the like Big Brother podcasters and Survivor podcasters, we're all watching this channel at some point or another mm-hmm. because it's kind of like, okay, we've identified we like reality TV. And then you're turning through the, you know, the stations one day. He's like, the mole is on here. I like yes. the mole. Oh my so God. Then, <laughs> so you're just like, oh, well, let's see what happens. And then you see the commercial and they're like, oh yeah, we got the amazing race. We got celebrity boxer. We got blind date we got biggest loser and i'm just like wait am i is this heaven yeah right (laughs) is is this what heaven feels like i don't want to leave so yeah there were hours of the day where this was just plastered on my television screen and i would just like leave the room and come in and this would be on very similar to the game show network or you know something like tv land where it's very uh like niche as far as like what they're showing but i mean when you get into reality tv i think we us three could you know, vouch for this channel in particular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think I, I must have like stumbled upon this show. Uh, I, you know, I probably like saw it on the guide or something and I thought, Oh, is it about the card game? I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> uh, but for me, the Fox reality channel was the solitary channel. And so when I uh-huh. found this show, the, the concept of the, so the show solitary is that they take 
uh, you know, nine people, I think. Uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, they put them in these little pods. Um, and he's like, I-, I don't know how small these rooms are, but they're very small. Uh, like just enough room to lie down in them, you know, <laughs> I think. Uh, and, um, and then put them through a series of, uh, treatments and challenges. Um, <laughs> that is, that's is, a nice way to put yeah, it. Yeah. Essentially. They torture these people. Yeah. <laughs> just, it's, it's they, they torture, torture them. No, but the concept that I really liked, uh, with, with regards to solitary was that nobody's, nobody's voted out. Nobody is mm-hmm. like eliminated. Um, the only way that you can lose is if you give up. Um, Right. And now they put you in situations where you <laughs> have to give up a lot of the time. Uh, but, uh, but that was, that was really interesting to me. This, this whole idea of like, um, you know, going in and it's a true test of yourself and your own willpower. Like how long can you last with this torture? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, it, this type of game show, it's it's just so different. It was from what I was seeing at that time, it was different from our survivors, our big brothers, our like competition reality shows. And so for the only true test is to be how long can you possibly last? That is so attractive and appealing. Now, again, I would never ever do that <laughs> for, for several reasons reason number one being i am extremely claustrophobic so this, like this, these pods guys these pods are small and then on like top 10 of feet that across yeah i'm telling you and then on top of that they have like the little anti-pod where you go in to do your confessionals which is even smaller and then we got to get we're, we'll get into our first test of this episode i'm like this is the worst i would have not only would i've tapped out two seconds in i would have never been on the show because this is the second we are talking about the second season here so they saw what the first season was and they signed up for this so i i don't understand i don't understand no, that's a good point. These people are better than me. You know, yeah. like I watched it and I was like, oh, you saw season one and thought, oh, I can do this. I could never be like y'all. I just, I don't have that in me. I'm sorry. Uh, I believe this show is like from like a German like premise, right? Like, so it started off mm-hmm. in Germany and then they like adapted it for the United States. Um, uh, and, and, I was like, why would you do this to those poor German people? But now I'm like, oh, well, you brought that to America, too. Um, it gives me big, like, Saw vibes, right? Like, oh, uh, yeah. you know, like, in, in the first iteration of the Saw movies, Jigsaw is, like, talking to you from above. You can't see him, but he can see you, and he's telling you, like, now it's time for you to play a game. And that's literally what this is. Like, this yep. voice comes on, and she tells you, like, I'm about to torture you. Have fun. Let's see if you can do it. And then she does. And then we watched. Are we worse than them for going? Home? Like we watched this. See, what does it say about us? This is see. This is interesting to me because this is the show for me as a kid. I never really aspired to be on Big Brother or Survivor. I just liked mm-hmm. watching it. But watching Solitary was the show that I was like, "This is for me." I oh want to gosh, be on Karen. that, and and and, I, and there was, and it was tr- it was truly that like I was disturbed as a child, right? Like I was I was in pain, and I wanted to experience pain. Um, and p- one of my like lasting memories of solitary is that on one of the seasons, it might be the first season, I remember that there was one of the one of the players there was like uh, they had recently gone through something really uh, like sad like a divorce or like something that made them very unhappy and then it was very recent and they were here so i was like this person's gonna last because they're like me. they they <laughs> want the pain 
they, they need, got the darkness they in them. need yes exactly they have the darkness they need to test themselves they need to prove themselves to themselves um and that's what it felt like to me it felt like this is this is a way of like testing your own metal and and you know proving that like you can withstand uh whatever it is that's that's facing you in life if you can get through solitary then you can go back out and face whatever life has to to offer um and so uh, i i really i wanted to do this I really thought you were going to say that person then quit first. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll get into that this season because yeah. you know, someone who's going through something really dark and um, yeah. and in a very light part of her life and uh, she doesn't cut it. So, uh, yeah. you know, it is what it is. And, you know, I, I think it's one of those things that you don't know your limit until you, until you see it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the moment I turned on solitary, I knew my limit. Like, this, <laughs> like you got me. all of this. Yes. So, this so yeah. So they're in the they're in these pods, uh, and it's very brightly lit. Obviously, I mean, this uh-huh. is basically uh, you know TV studio lighting, I imagine. Um, and mm-hmm. uh, solitary is in complete control. Uh, the 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 voice of solitary is, is Val. Val, uh, yeah. Val, the uh, the the robot voice overseer, <laughs> big brother, whatever you want to yeah. call her, uh, and uh, Val uh, basically controls how much the the contestants sleep, eat, mm. uh, whatever. I I do not know to this day like how long this thing lasts, how many days. Uh, you know, I, I I don't know. Uh, how they sleep eventually necessarily. I think they do eventually turn the lights off for them, but um, I don't remember exactly how it works. I know that some mm-hmm. of the challenges involve pretending to let them sleep a certain amount of time, but actually like being like, okay, we're giving you three hours of sleep and then waking them up after 15 minutes and saying you just slept three hours. Oh my um, God. And just like that kind of psychological <laughs> torture uh, that was so fascinating to me as a child that I'm now looking back at and being like, I mean, is this okay? <laughs> <laughs> this could be illegal, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was my first thought watching this episode because we literally saw the gamut. We saw emotional torture. We saw psychological torture. We saw physical torture. We saw all of it in this one episode. Val was like evil laughing to herself. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. this is mad. Like, this is crazy. <laughs> she could catch the fade. I, I yeah. there were points where I was like, Val, we'd have to fight. You know, like at this point, like when you let me out the box, show me where Val is. Who's controlling Val? Because uh, she's a jerk. Val sucks. Yeah, was, yeah. yeah. She she takes joy uh, in watching these people struggle. Like she li- she really does. But I think one of the fascinating things about her or the computer is that uh-huh. as, as the season goes on, she almost connects with them in a way because she's the only person that they're talking to. So like by the end, when they get like voted out, well, when they get eliminated, she says like, I'm very proud of you. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, well, that's nice because the first person who goes home, she's like, dang, I thought you would have cut it better. Like, yeah. I didn't know you were that weak. <laughs> I mean, it's truly, uh, you know, again, it, it, there's also this element of like, it's a, like a psychological experiment almost where, uh, and that's part of it where, I think that there is some sort of attachment, some sort of Stockholm syndrome that eventually mm-hmm. develops between the players and Val, uh, where they're like, oh, th- th- thank you. You're finally giving me <laughs> praise. Like, oh, my God, uh, it feels so good. Um, and uh, and it's yeah, it's brutal. I mean, let's let's talk about a little bit about uh, we watched season two, episode one. 
Um, the first episode of season two. This is the season where we got uh, a survivor contestant, uh, JP. Um, but we also got uh, number four, Kimberly, uh, who came in. Yes. Uh, she had overcome an addiction to alcohol and had gotten engaged a day before entering. Um, and the way that Val handles uh, number four here uh, mm-hmm. is is brutal. <laughs> <laughs> there is so uh, she deprives them of sleep she plays baby crying noises oh my uh, gosh. uh and number four starts to have like panic attacks like anxiety uh-huh. attacks uh and val's like number four number four <laughs> number four <laughs> number four what can i do uh <laughs> like she's mess. and then yeah yes. like on on as she's like i, I can't take this she's like Man, I thought you could hack it, but apparently not. <laughs> it was, it was, and it was so sad because number four is sitting there. She's explaining like uh, she had recently gotten over her alcohol addiction, but her anxiety was rising. She's like, this is what I felt like when I used to drink and I don't have my support system here. And I know if I stay here for another day, I am going to drink again. And that was like, mm, tough. Here's yeah. some more baby crying. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Man, I guess if you were a stronger person, you would have been able to handle it, but... hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Man. I think think in the reunion special, Val tells number four, like, hey, I thought you were going to win. And and number four is like, really? Yeah, and then everybody else is like, yeah, we we thought anybody could have won except number nine, who ends up being JP from Survivor. Uh, it's what's funny too is that I was obviously a Survivor fan before I watched uh, Solitary. Um, I could not remember who JP was. I did not remember his time on, I believe, Vanuatu. Vanuatu. Um, yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, and to this day, I still don't. Yeah. <laughs> I've even rewatched Vanuatu probably multiple times after having seen Solitary, and I went into Vanuatu thinking I'm going to pay attention to JP this time. Still don't remember. Yeah, because he, yeah, he went out. I just re re listened to the Vanuatu podcast, and she, he went out like kind of early, right? He yeah. went out like, yeah, oh, yikes! Yeah. <laughs> and he had that chip on his shoulder once they, um, because uh, at one point Val like talks about each player like Val mm-hmm. tells the rest of the players a little blurb about each player and when she gets to JP she says he's a former football star and he was recently kicked off the island um, like after playing Survivor and <laughs> he was like oh why'd you have to say that Val and and I think Val asked him like what makes him think he'll he'll survive this longer than survivor and he gives us like whole chip on his shoulder speech like nobody can vote me out this time it's not about da 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 it's just me yeah it's just me and how long i can last i'm like okay says, see, whatever. nobody's gonna judge me nobody's <laughs> yeah. gonna vote me off nobody's yes. gonna judge me i'm not gonna <laughs> quit it's not gonna happen um yeah, yeah. You could tell he might have taken something a little personally on the show. Right. <laughs> some, some residual feelings there. Because uh, uh, I believe JP got voted out because he was not a part of the Fat Five. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> I like that a lot too. That's a good season. And JP uh, was barely part of it. Um, but to Mari's <laughs> point, yeah, Val gives each of... Look, so Val is talking to all of them in their pods, you know, through the intercom system. So they can't see Val. They can't see each other. They only know that there's other people around because they know the premise of the game and because Val is telling them about each other. So mm-hmm. the first thing Val asked them is like, what is your name? And they all, you know, I'm JP. I'm Kimberly. And Val's like, nope. 
Sorry, it's not your name. Mm-hmm. So instantly, out of the gate, they are messing with you. You can't yep. even have your own name. They just strip your identity from you. Yep. And she doesn't correct you either and say like, no, your name is your number. She just says, no, that's incorrect and waits. <laughs> there's no clock there's no windows it's just mirrors and you and you're just like what does this robot want for me and eventually they all figure out you know that they want her, that their, their new names is the number or the order in which they're announced and she kind of just gives like a blurb of each of them and they give their first impressions of these people just based off of the little sentence that Val mm-hmm. gives so I think JP actually has a good starting point because people say oh he was on Survivor that means he might be tough you know we really think highly of him but when they talk about Kimberly the recovery alcoholic people are like yeah she's not gonna last mm-hmm. like somebody said somebody said go back home to your fiance <laughs> like when Horrible. they, when they t- t- told her and then um uh are we are we gonna get her get into like each each one like number one steven he was a, a devout baptist that survived katrina and i'm like okay that's a, that's a cute little bur- blurb i'm like okay baptist the katrina and then they were like oh somebody was like oh that's so sad but you know you're still not gonna win and then they say but then it the, sounds like a tough girl is what they yeah. Yeah, oh, right 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 right, right. <laughs> so so steven gets that but then the next one number two dina gets accountant obsessed with showers like huh like, mm. <laughs> like that's not that mean that's not equal and then everybody's like well why'd you come here you ain't having showers here yeah. um it's, it's like when they ask you like a fun fact at work during the icebreaker yeah you're like right. i like to, i like to watch tv and they're like why'd you come here and you watch the tv like okay well see what i'm sorry yeah, well, yeah, yeah and like uh, like everyone's like yeah i like tv i like showering i'm a uh, i'm a masochist uh <laughs> i survived katrina Yes, that's exactly what it is. Like the levels are just not clear. The next one, number three, Nikki. She is a radio personality that is a self-described masochist. And I was Mm -hmm. like, ooh, like good, because you're probably going to last very long here because this show is about torture. Mm <laughs> and I and I and I don't even remember what everybody like reacted to. About I think they that. said at least she's not a Satanist. I believe that was the, <laughs> okay, the response. Yes. And, then, and then somebody said, "What's a masochist?" I think as well. Like, mm. I mean, <laughs> yeah, they seem to have a lot of trouble understanding what a masochist was. <laughs> yeah, which is funny considering out. the show they're on. Yeah, yeah ex- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> really. And then again, number four, Kim- Kimberly. She overcame the addiction to alcohol. Just got engaged. Number five, Leroy this was kind of funny to me, a video game geek that loves backyard wrestling. And of course I was like, look at, I was like, did he actually wrestle? Is he- Do you know him? No, right. no, no, yeah, I don't. Uh, he just likes backyard wrestling. So. I, I love like, that, cool. uh, that number eight, uh, his response to uh, the, the photographer, uh, <laughs> his response to uh, to Leroy number five, being a video game geek is like, ah, he's going to be tough competition. Yep. <laughs> and that's why as a kid, I was like, this is my show. <laughs> like, these are my people. <laughs> and, then, and then somebody else was like, I wonder who he wrestles. He probably just wrestles his dog. Like, somebody- <laughs> it was in his backyard. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Who else yes. got Mari? Uh, number six, Michelle is a marathon runner with two children. And I was like, okay. But, you know, she can't really run anywhere, even though she was pacing, I think, um, earlier. But maybe that means great stamina. I don't know where, how, what in these pods really that's gonna do i mean you'd be surprised um, <laughs> some yeah, of these challenges well, true. Uh, true 
Number seven, Tyler is an enviro- environmental environmentalist. Yeah, there it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, spent time in a sub. Now, when they first said environmentalist, days. I was like, okay. But then they said he was in a Navy sub for like a month or two. And I was like, whoa. He So he played like solitary in real life. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> he was in a floating tube underwater. Like that is more power to you. So this is nothing to you, this little small pod. So we'll see. And, yeah, yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so he he uh that was crazy i was like oh you're on a sub dog um number eight taryn said Fu is a photographer that still lived at home with his parents uh everybody assumed he was a girl they're like yeah. oh only girls stay at home yeah that was, was very like, oh, strange like oh guys don't stay at home like isn't the, i mean even if we do delve into let's stereotype genders isn't it <laughs> right. the, the male stereotype that they stay at home i feel like that's what it is Maybe this is like time data, like maybe back in 2004, only women stayed at home, but it's like, hi. Like, yeah, I, like, yeah, you know, this like, is about dark, the dark ages of TV, you guys. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, yeah. So this was before the bubble crisis, right? Yeah, or exactly. something like that. I don't know. Before we all pandemic. So yeah, they don't have high <laughs> It was unheard of back then. Yeah. Yeah. Hearing that he stays at home, they were like, oh, he's probably going to go go home early. I don't know how that like correlates, but that's what they thought. Maybe they think because he's a photographer, he can't, he can't uh, take it. Mm. Yeah. Well, nine was JP from Survivor. So that was, that was like a good portion of the, the episode was just going through everybody because I mean, that's what this show is about. It's just like a character study. I mean, who can outlast who the most and, you know, themselves. So. Um, that was interesting. I, I, I did love just the differences in the blurbs and everybody's like reactions to the different ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and Val comes out the gate like torturing them or even then, you know, like yeah. Yeah. Asked what did she ask JP if size mattered? He's like, it's a small yeah. one. He's like, does size matter to you, JP? Like Val, <laughs> you filthy. Like, go away. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I just like I, I from from my memory, so you know, we, we can talk about like how much we have seen of solitary. Um mm-hmm. I I watched all four seasons. I believe there are four okay. seasons. Um yeah, four. probably mm-hmm. twice. Uh like once in, in high school and then maybe like once in college when I was showing it to people. Uh but I <laughs> don't remember much of anything other than that season four I think was kind of disappointing. Um mm. But, uh, but it was, uh, it was very good. And so, uh, like my memory of it though, like I, I was introduced to these people. I think I can, I think I can narrow down who I think the winner is to like two people, but I don't remember Mm -hmm. exactly who. So I, my, my, my memory is very spotty of it, but, but I have seen all the seasons and I, and I, it's a very good show. Uh, and Mm -hmm. one of the things that I remember from uh from from watching the, the impressions that I got was that I really enjoyed the sort of quasi relationships that form uh when you don't have any idea who the other people in those other pods are it's a little bit like the circle uh nowadays mm-hmm. where um they ha- they don't really have any means of communication like the circle at all uh but they have yeah. these imagined sort of like versions of who these competitors are and they start to have like a camaraderie uh and you know like it's it's really interesting yeah i mean the show is basically like filming you like what would you do if you were in a box and we told you what everybody else was doing right and you just can use your imagination 
and this limited information that we're giving you. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, they start to like form relationships with the other people, even though they never actually speak to them. Um, it becomes competitive because Val is messy and Val is going to tell them, like, yeah. hey, you know, number two, number yep. two said that number nine can't hack it. And number yep. nine's like, okay, well, cool. And Val gives them like, opportunities to sabotage each other sometimes like mm-hmm. you can win a reward and like handicap someone else you know in the game and that kind of stuff really really like starts to take its toll on you when you have nothing else to think about so like if like Mari sends me some type of like a disadvantage then the whole time I'm like number three tried to screw me over like that's it like I will I, I will win this game just to spite her you know or him or whoever that is right yeah. and if I ever get the opportunity it's it's me and her. Like I'm I'm definitely like sending a disadvantage back. So so there is some interplay between them, but ultimately it's really mostly in their heads. Yeah, and it every scrap of of communication has to go through Val. So you get that that ha- having to to appease Val, that necessity to trying to wanting to please, and then on top of that, like like we said, I, we're not even sure how long this shot, like they, they are just in these pods with like no time reference or nothing. They don't even know how many days they've been in there. Like stuff like that, just that by itself messes with you. But then on top of that, you're going through every type of torture imaginable. Like again, kudos to all these people who signed up because it could not beat me. (laughs) Yes. So uh, so we get to, um, the first challenge. They start us right away. They say this is the same, the same challenge as the final challenge of the previous season. Mm-hmm. And the challenge is you must go into this, uh, you're already confined to a small little pod. You must now go into a smaller black box, uh, and try to stay in there for as close to three hours as possible. The person who comes out uh, the closest to three hours will win the challenge and be uh, safe. They won't have to participate in what they call the treatment, uh, which is the elimination challenge uh, and will thus be immune for the episode. Um, this is a pretty typical kind of challenge that we've seen on a big brother, at least uh, the sort of like just try and time something out, but with a little bit of a solitary flair where uh, they're going to turn up the heat inside of this little box. It's like three hours and not one hour. Um, mm-hmm. And they also like taunt them with like terrible food and like little things yeah. to use to count. Um, like and, rocks? Uh, yeah, like it's, rocks? Uh, it's interesting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And was the box metal? Was the was the box itself metal uh, or it looked it looked metal? I doubt they put them inside of a metal box, but oh the box God. was so tiny, like so small. I, I I think we have to describe like the pod they're in is mm-hmm. like ten feet by ten feet, so you can walk around it. You cannot mm-hmm. stand in this box, like you can no. only like fold yourself up, like like you're sitting in like a little like little desk area and. Uh, look, I'm over six feet tall. There's no way I can ever get comfortable in this box to like, so like if I were to, to manage to stay in there for three hours, God forbid, someone would have to drag me out of it because my limbs don't move like that anymore. I'm not supposed to be folded up like that. I'm not limber. So yeah, I don't know if it was a metal box, but it was the tiniest thing I've ever seen anybody cram themselves into for that amount of time. Yeah. yeah and I really wonder because because like yeah so jp looked really tall number nine looked really tall number one looked really tall but then dina number two looked small so i wonder if there was any variance in the boxes or were they legit just one size because 
it, I mean, it, no matter what, everybody looked cramped in that box. Like, so you mm. can't really tell. Everybody looked cramped in that box. They gave them like chalk. They gave them uh, uh, rocks. They All they gave them to eat was a protein bar and then like water. So uh, my thought process was don't eat that little, whatever that bar is. It, I, I call it a protein bar, but it, it didn't look like no like good Luna bar or anything like that. It looked like it was just well, like meal. I don't know. Thinking about it. You know, since they are isolated, uh, they could have just had one box, right? Like, there oh, could have just been mm. one box and they could have cycled them through. <laughs> just, <laughs> like, clean out the box. Yeah, they just use the same box and just push That's it over. Disgusting. No, I mean, if it was That's a box gross. that genuinely had heating elements, are they really going to buy nine of them? You know, I don't know. <laughs> So it's really gonna, it's really like sauce. So we think it's all happening at one right. time. <laughs> it's just time. It's just time. It's not actually simultaneous. That yeah. would be horrible. Like I was, I like the idea in my head that this is all happening mm. it's, yeah, you at, know, the at the time, same yeah. exact time, but your way is so much more crazy, Taryn. I'm worried about you. <laughs> right. Same. Yeah, well, that's, but, yeah. I mean, that was one of my thoughts is that like another show. Uh, that I, I actually recently went and, and rewatched, uh, because I never fully watched at the time was Joe Schmo. Um, mm-hmm. and I feel like this show is ripe for a Joe <laughs> Schmo situation where you win awesome. the show so and good. realize that not only is everybody, it's not that everybody else is an actor. It's that literally you're the only person who has been doing this the whole time. <laughs> that was like, you're number, you're number five. You're number five. Yeah. And then you come out, you're like, where's everybody else? No, it's just you. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Like that would be the ultimate like mind. <laughs> um, it, you got to sue them at that point. Like, there needs to be Honestly. like, yeah, you got to take char- press charges or something. Like, you're entitled to compensation. Uh, yeah. Whew. I would just be miserable. But it's, y'all, we didn't talk about the prize money. Isn't it $50,000? I, I was just going to ask you, would you guys do this for $50,000? I mean, as I said, I was, I was down to do it with no prize money just to prove that I could. For free. Oh, my God. Not, not so much now, by the way. Like, uh, like my life is fine now. Like, I'm, like uh, I'm good. Yeah, 50k to be literally tortured for God knows how long. That is crazy. I'm sorry. Yeah, that is. And, and did we talk about the box getting hotter? Yes. So Val, yes. Like, yeah. So Val definitely has them sitting Turns in the up box. The heat. Mm-hmm. But she turns up the heat gradually. So not mm-hmm. only are you trying to count, because I guess that's the strategy, right? Like you, at this point, you're supposed to sit in there and figure out a way to use these little items that they give you or just mm-hmm. to talk and do tally marks or sing or whatever it takes to kind of manage your time so that you'll know about when you hit three hours. Um, I'm not going to lie to y'all. I'd have been knocked out. I'd have, I would have gone to sleep instantly. I can sleep in almost <laughs> any situation. The problem is I would have woke up and you could have told me it was three hours or, 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 or two days. And I'd have been like, oh, okay. You know, like, so mm. and this, this challenge, I'm, I lost. I'm sorry, you guys. I lost solitary the first day. My bad. And so in my thought, the, my thought process was so like with BB, whenever they have BB do this, it's always like, Eight million things going on, going around to like mm-hmm. distract them. It's just like, oh, it's clowns, it's this, it's that, it's they're shooting gook on you. I would have thought that just sitting in the box, you would have been able to concentrate a little bit more and we get more people closer to the actual time. But no, we, <laughs> we got people's times all 
over the places to where half the cast was in there so long that Val had to just tell them like, yo, the, the contest been up. Like, yeah. <laughs> y'all, what are y'all doing? Well, I mean, it, that's an interesting point because again, I think, I think one of the things is that in Big Brother, it's usually like max an hour. Um, yeah, that's and, uh, that's so, uh, so right out of the gate, it's three times as long. Um, mm-hmm. I think the sort of the black box element, it's the fact that like, uh, y- your senses are being deprived. I think that's mm-hmm. going to sort of in- interfere the fact that it gets very hot. I mean, I-, I-, I was very surprised when I was watching this because like all of them started taking their clothes off before they went into the box. Uh, mm-hmm. I was like, why are you taking your clothes off? Uh, but then it started getting hotter and I was like, okay, I, I guess, I mean, mm-hmm. I guess maybe you were told that it's going to get hot or something. I you still could have taken your clothes off in the box, I think, but, uh, mm-hmm. if you needed to, um, yeah. but, uh, much work. I mean, look, yeah, if, like, if, if like, get comfortable, yeah, but here's yeah. the thing. If Val told me it's going to get hot in the box, you may want to take some of your clothes off before you go in. I would have been like, Oh, so you're gonna make it cold? Like yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have trusted <laughs> Val trust at all. Her. Oh yeah. my god, that would have been. <laughs> so- Val is so mean. Hey, it's Rob here, and I will get you right back to the RHAP rewind after we thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. Those are our friends over at BetterHelp Online Therapy in May. It was Mental Health Awareness Month, and all throughout June, Rob as a Podcast is proud to join the cause of destigmatizing therapy. Now, if you're struggling with relationships or having a difficulty sleeping or difficulty meeting your goals, uh, is a move one of the reasons uh, that you might want to talk to somebody? Because I feel uh, very anxious or stressed. Better help counselors can listen and help. Better help can assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. Therapists have a broad range of expertise that may not be locally available in your area. The service is available for clients worldwide. Just log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You can schedule weekly video phone, or even chat sessions at BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches. They make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. So many people have been using BetterHelp that they're recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. Our listeners get 10% off their first month of online therapy at betterhelp.com slash RHAP. That's betterhelp.com slash RHAP. And we'll get you right back to the show in 30 seconds. But first, let's thank our friends at Geico. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work, but you know what's easy? Bundling your policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowners or renters insurance along with your auto policies. It's a good thing too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to Geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's Geico. Easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. Support for this podcast comes from our friends over at Geico. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do, and it's hard work, but you know what's easy? Bundling with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your home and car insurance. It's a good thing, too. You're busy enough. Go to Geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. So, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, I think in this challenge, she didn't tell them that it was going to get hot because she just wanted to see how they would react. Yeah. But in future challenges, there are t- she will lie to you. Mm-hmm. She will legit be like, oh, yeah, no, like, 
you, here's isn't this convenient? We gave you this one thing that you could use to make this easier for oh, you. Right. Of course, yeah. Everybody grabs it, and then three seconds later, she's telling us like, "Okay, unbeknownst to them, like, it's going to make everything even worse." <laughs> like Val, Val, look, honestly, we could, I, yeah, Val could catch me outside. How about that? How about that? I'm uh, yeah. saying. I think I think it's number one. I think it's Steven in the box mm-hmm. as it starts to get hotter. He says, uh, "Feels like the devil is breathing on me." <laughs> is well, yeah, Val the devil? Boxes, but I don't know. But where are you getting these boxes from? I don't. You know, I don't want to know. This one box that Taryn thinks they've been passed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's pretty bad. I think the 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 issue is that eventually it's just your mind that you're mess that's messing with you. And I think Val yeah. talks to you too while you're in the box. Like mm-hmm. Val does. We we have no indication that Val ever stops taunting these people randomly. And so mm-hmm. imagine like you are keeping count and you're in your head going one minute, one minute, one second, one minute, two second, one minute, three second. And Val's like, number three, how are you doing? You're like, God dang it, Val, leave me alone. I was dang. so close. Like, you know, and then you have to start over. Um, mm-hmm. Some people did use like the chalk to keep track of it. Yeah. Uh, but ultimately, as far as I'm concerned, you might as well. You, there's no way I could have gotten close. I would have just had to guess it and see what happened. I don't have like a real strategy. Do either of y'all know what you would have done to kind of keep your mind on the uh, on the prize here? I just would have counted. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Yeah. I would have the simplest thing is I would have counted. I think I would have counted to what is it like three uh, thirty three thousand six hundred um, seconds or in an hour, something like that. I feel like that's I learned me. that for Big Brother. Something like that. And I would have just counted to that and then did it three times, probably. But I think Chappelle was on to something. I think uh, because about four people ended up, uh, they they never pressed the button to lock in their time. And basically, Val had to be like, um, it's been past three hours. They stayed in their box for like four hours. What should she say? Like four hours? Yeah, it's it's for over four hours. And uh, Val just comes on and she's like, I would like to inform you that this challenge has been over for quite some time. Yeah. <laughs> just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I love that she waits. She waits like over an hour after the time because yeah. that's part of what messes with you too. And that psychs you out for the, for the treatment elimination thing where it's like, mm-hmm. how long do I have to sit here and wait? Surely somebody else has bowed out first and I'm yeah. safe to bow out now. I don't want to be that sucker that's sitting here for four for over four hours. Um, so th- it's that sort of thing that like psychologically like gets to them. I I agree. I think we see that. Um, but I, I what I was saying was I think Chappelle was right. I think some of them had to like just fall asleep for like a minute. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think that, I think they like fall asleep for a minute and they're like, oh, and they just resume counting. Yeah, that would have been me. Um, yeah, it's, this is insane. Let's just call it what it is. This is like a hazing, like torture mm-hmm. ritual. Um, and yeah, Val comes on when she feels like it and says, "Hey, come on out! Like it's it's too late. Like you guys, you guys, you you we timed out. This this competition is over. Like someone almost got it. I think number eight ends up winning. Um, yeah, very close. I was very impressed. So Two oh hours fifty six minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, like you don't usually see people that close when they're counting an hour in Big Brother. Uh, so very, very impressive. Amazing. Yeah. Cause after him, number one was at three hours and 21 minutes. Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. after them, uh, what was it? Number four, she was at, was it four or six? I couldn't remember which one. Um, she was at, uh, uh, 342. Mm -hmm. And then 
and then the other girl I, again these numbers i'm sorry guys yeah. she was at she was really bad she was at 224 i think that was three three was at yeah. 224 <laughs> so she she was nowhere close to the three hours so that that was amazing that number eight of uh, foo did a great job um like almost on the money there mm-hmm and when they yeah. get pulled out the box, you would think like, oh, we get like a break or like, all right, like go get cleaned up for your next. It, no, you just drag your sweaty butt out of that box uh, <laughs> and, and stand in the pod. And that's the thing. While, some, while the other people are just hanging out in the, in the little box for four hours, the rest of them have just been standing in the pod. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like, just standing there. How long are these for people being tortured? Hour. This is crazy. And, uh. Like, and they know it. I think Valley tells them like, "Yeah, we'll just let another one stew in there." And so he's like, "Okay, I guess I just, yep. I guess I just stand here." Then yep. uh, they're standing yeah. there. At this point, she's like, "Oh, they've been up for twenty four hours, and I am going to make sure they stay up so they become pliable." <laughs> but <laughs> Val, are you serious? So yeah, so like right because right after she tells the other what four people or whatever like oh y'all been in here for over an hour they come out and then she does nothing with them she, they're just sitting in that pod they're they're she's she's giving us a voiceover saying like they've been up for about over twenty four hours now with no food minimal food all they've had was the janky old whatever bar <laughs> they had in that box and some water and so it's just a montage of you see them like oh I'm so hungry and and then somebody's like I'm so sleepy I'm so tired and Val is just like letting us in on the secrets like Val we are not sadistic like you. We are not taking pleasure in this. Well, I, I don't know. Anybody else? Um, I actually, I just, I found uh, an AMA on Reddit that was done by uh, Ooh, nice. by Leroy, um, number oh, okay. five, backyard okay. wrestler. Yes, uh, and he said that uh, if you make it to the end, you're in there for about a week and a half. That's how long the, uh, the filming Jeez. is. Jeez. Uh, uh, that's a long time to be by yourself. Too much. It's too with much. With no clock? Uh-uh. Yeah. It's oh, too man. That's wild. You know, uh, and, and Val knows that she's torturing these people, so she feels bad for them. When they come out of the box, after she lets them stand there for God knows how long, she mm-hmm. finally says, you know what? It's episode one. It's time for a family visit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> it's torture. It's more torture, Taryn. That's what it is. This, this, this to me was the, was the one, uh, like misstep in the episode where it's like, why are we getting family visits on the first episode? It is torture. She, it, I'm sorry. I think the family visit is what broke number four. Mm. Like legit. Like it, they, they basically just left their families there. They just went through one round of this terrible test that they just had to do. They're, they're hungry. They're starving and they're, they're, they need to, they want sleep. So you, they're in their lowest point. So you bring their family members in there under the guise to be like, here is some motivation. But the moment their families are gone, they're sitting back in that pod and being like, wait, I could be with my family member. Why do I have to be here? And I, I completely think that that's what broke number four. Oh yeah, for sure. So they call in, like they do like a phone call with the family members and 
instantly everybody breaks down. Like mm-hmm. I, I won't say everybody, but of the of the nine people, maybe five of them are in tears by the time this is over because they're just like, "Oh my god, I miss you so much." Like number two, <laughs> literally talks to her son and says, "Hey, mommy's okay." And she's like, "Where are you?" Her son says, "Where are you?" Says, hey, baby, I'm in a little box. Yeah. Uh, mom, <laughs> should I be calling nine one one at this point? Yeah. Are you okay? <laughs> That one, that one got me. Like her son was real young, and I was like, I don't know how she could have done that after yeah, hearing him. She was like, "Mom, mom is not not sad to to be talking to you. Just, just says, yeah, she's crying because she's happy." Yeah, so you're happy you're in a little box, mom. Uh, sure, yeah, whatever you say. Like, she was falling apart, but I, I do think it's interesting to start with like dangling the family in front of you because it reminds you where you could be, as opposed mm-hmm. to like saying if you make it so far, you can get to the family. So it's a difference between mm-hmm. like hope and like like d- you know what they mm-hmm. end up doing to them, which is torture. You know, complete breakdown, emotional again. <laughs> physical torture was the we're halfway there. Psychological, we got there. Check with the box. This one is the emotional part, and they mm-hmm. that was not playing around. But then, so but then we got a lot of people who had like their their uh, significant others call. Who was who was JP talking to? He he was like, Mike? "Hey, Mike." Yeah, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "Mike, what's right? up, Mike?" <laughs> Like your neighbor? Like okay, I guess your friend. Everybody else is like really close. I don't. I don't know. It was weird. When, when, when Taryn goes on the reboot, I'm going to be the one calling. Like Taryn, yeah. me. Oh, <laughs> what's up, Taryn? I'm, I'm Chappelle. Chappelle. I'm, I'm not sad to be talking to you. I'm just like, man, are you sure? Are you okay? Like, I'm, I'm very to happy about the to hear from you, Chappelle. I just called to tell you, Big Brother Canada's going well. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh that probably and that, again that probably helped helped him because he wasn't talking to his mother or his right. other his child but that was again the disparity is hilarious in some of these these things yeah mm-hmm. Taryn I have a question they they say they are sleep deprived are they actively keeping them awake or is it just it's hard to sleep in this really bright box like what's happening here I, I would imagine that they are actively, I mean, I, I, I uh-huh. think it's hard to sleep in a very bright box with no bed or anything. Um, but I would imagine that if they tried, they probably would like do like a big brother thing, like, Hey, wake up or play baby noises or whatever it is to make sure uh-huh. that they stay away. And I mean, you can immediately tell that like this is not you know fake this is not yeah. like uh this is not like uh like oh they're a little bit sleep deprived um <laughs> like tyler's slurring his words like this uh-huh. guy has not slept probably in 24 hours like that you does doesn't get that bad for a while um yeah. and they are really really sleep deprived um i actually i I've, i saw this story from uh from leroy he said that he started to hallucinate at one point uh, he was sitting on the floor trying to stay awake, uh, and he heard Val ask him to write uh, the name Jonathan on the wall. So he got up, checked his pockets for a pen, looked around his room for a pen, then realized he had imagined that she had said anything. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. Yeah, Val legit said it. She says, I've, I've kept them up for 24 hours because I find depriving them of sleep makes them more malleable. And then at the 24 mark, after she asked them, like, if they're like hungry and stuff, she then starts to play the baby, the, 
baby crying noises. That's for at least if my math is correct, that's for six hours oh, because it's boy. not until they check back in. I think when four, when four finally taps out, it's been 30 hours. She's like, it's been 30 hours since they went to sleep. I, I think that's what she said. She said it's been 30 mm-hmm. hours um, since they've come in and that's how she's like it. But number four isn't doing too well. And, and that's when, um, number four decides to hit the the red button and she she taps i guess at whatever the the nomenclature is for it um outside of a treatment after a test after listening to her family member i mean isn't this a legitimate torture uh tactic <laughs> yeah to, yes. like don't they like blare loud music uh to mm-hmm. keep yes. people away like that's like actual that this is where i was like Hold on, is this okay? Like, is this a lapse? <laughs> They're about to waterboard these people after this. Yes. You know, like, geez. Oh, well, let's talk about the torture part of this because this mm-hmm. is just the first challenge. This is not a treatment. The treatment yeah, this is treatment. who goes yeah. home. Number four did not make it to the first challenge. Mm-hmm. The first mm-hmm. official challenge is that they pull out a bed of nails, nails. for them yeah. to stand on. I think she says wooden blunt nails. Yeah. Uh, on, like, they're they're pretty board. thick and they have like uh like flat, flat tops, I believe, yeah. but but yeah. they're still they're they're small enough that, that it's going to eventually be very painful. Yes. Mm-hmm. They make them take off their shoes and their socks, and now their their new task is to stand on these these little nails until you you have to out you cannot be the first one out. You have no idea of how to like gauge how uh, how long other people are standing there, how long you've stood there, and it hurts. And this is where the real torture actually begins because if you if you <laughs> make it through the craziness of the first two days of not eating and not sleeping and baby <laughs> noises and a little hot box, now you have to use whatever energy you have left to stand up on some spikes. Like, yeah, who came up with this, and so yeah, this is the real sort of uh, concept of the show when it comes to the eliminations is that they have these treatments, and uh, and you know everybody has to compete, and uh, except for the person who won the challenge or whatever it was, the test, yeah, um, the test, mm-hmm. and uh, and so if you are the first person to bow out of the challenge of the of the treatment. Then mm-hmm. you are eliminated from from the game, and everyone else does not know when you are li- when you bow out, uh, yep. and they have to keep on going until they reach their own limit, or they think that somebody else surely has, um, and then they can step off. But they're safe, and there's no real uh, you know prize to winning a, a treatment or anything like that. It's just don't be the first one to quit. So it's not uh, you know the the premise is you don't lose unless you quit. The reality is everybody quits at some point. It's just mm-hmm. don't be the first one to quit. Um, and then my, I remember my biggest complaint uh, for the show is that there are occasionally challenges that uh, were just like very not about quitting, more about like can't physically do it, um, mm-hmm. which were my least favorite uh, versions. But but the, the good thing is that most of these are not that. Uh, most of these are similar to this where it's like, it's literally just like stand on these nails. Uh, and don't be the first person to bow out. Uh, and that's, that's what they do. Yeah. And this is another one of those examples of Val pretending that she has your back and <laughs> like and completely screwing you over. So Val says, Hey, take your shoes and socks off. Get ready. You're going to stand on these nail beds, but wait, 
I am going to give you something to make this life easier for you. So I've given, there's a, there's a piece of metal you can stand on. There's a piece of rubber you can stand on, or you can put socks on. And that's going to make this so much easier. Like you could just knock out the first hour on that. And everybody's like, oh, thank you, Val. We're so happy. Let us do that. And my first instinct, I'm like Taryn. My first instinct was like, I wouldn't have done it. I would have been like, Let's, I just I just have to go like just straight on, on, on with my feet. And then I thought about it. I was like, no, because then I would be out before everybody else. <laughs> yes, would be out. exactly. But, and then Val says, you know, it's only going to make it worse if they stand on there. Like, I was like, what? Well, then is there a way to do this? Like, what is the best way to do this? Do you just go in raw <laughs> yeah I don't, I don't quite understand this that like that by 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 not standing directly on the uh the spikes at first uh it's going to make it somehow worse i think maybe psychologically but surely if you went straight to the spikes that would be worse because you'd be on them for longer uh it almost felt like uh like val was like trying to to like to gaslight us a little bit like uh like oh maybe our soothers were a little too easy so let's but let's pretend that we did it on purpose Uh, so so that was my thought first too i was like i was like but if you don't use the soothers you're still gonna be out so but what what i think they were trying to get at was when you use the soother, be it the the metal, the rubber, or whatever, it gives you a false sense of yeah. confidence. And uh-huh. so you sit on it, and they're standing on. They're like, they're, oh, they're like, oh, this is nothing. I think Dina number two said, oh, I can do this all day. So did mm-hmm. Steven number one. They're like, oh, this is nothing. It gave them more of a false sense of confidence than like actually like helping. So by the time that they took that off, and they're like, oh, I can do it. They stepped on that. They're like, oh. No, I cannot do this. And I guess it just it just helps with wearing them down mentally on top of physically standing on a bed of nails. Like yeah. so do, it it's just torture. It's just torture, plain and simple. Do do either of you think so? I told you, I'd have been out the first challenge, I would have definitely lost that. Uh yeah. however, there's no real penalty to losing the first challenge. Um th- this challenge. How do y'all think y'all would have done on this particular challenge? I honestly have no idea. Yeah, I, yeah. I, it's it's so far removed from anything that I've done before to stand on a bed of spikes for as long as I can. Like, uh, I, I think like Val does a really good job of conveying uh, the the pain of it when she's like, you know, the the foot has uh, like the most amount yeah. of sensory or organs no, or yes. whatever it is yeah. that she said. Nerve endings. Nerve endings. Yeah. Centimeter. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I, that, that put a mental image in my head of like, Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I really don't know. I mean, I, I, I would like to think that I would just stand there until I fell over, but I, I just, I've never tried it. So I have no I, idea. I think it, I think this definitely, I would assume that this would definitely help like smaller, like the especially like smaller women. Um, and like, I I don't know about like having, having bigger feet would be worse or like, um, I think it would be worse because I think it would be be spread out more on your foot. Um, and there's more, although I guess. I guess it depends. I guess if you have bigger feet, then it's the weight is spread out more. Maybe that's mm-hmm. maybe that's better. It, I think it might might depend on the width of the spikes. I think I I think I could do this long enough to not be the first one out because I've I've worked jobs where I've had to stand up mm. eight hours in very uncomfortable things, never sitting down. You know, like I think I could actually. I think I I, I wouldn't do 
do too bad at this. I would do better at this than just being in that box. I, yeah, I, 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 I think I think the method is probably to just like never move your foot, right? That's what I was thinking too. Because a lot of people kept like um, trying mm. to adjust, and I'm like, I feel like that's even worse. Yeah, I feel like you just have to like let it go numb, like just like yes. let the spots that that are you know, <laughs> and then and then see where it goes from there. Yep. I oh, God. <laughs> that sounds horrible. I actually think I would do okay on this one. Uh, I'm a foot guy. <laughs> I, like the, <laughs> I like the way it feels. With my feet. Like, yeah, it's like, it's fine. I, I've been okay for a while. Like me and Massacre's lady are like, oh no, this is good. Um, yeah. What is it? Uh, isn't that in Survivor Cook Islands where Yule is like, this is why elephants don't climb trees. I'm like, yeah. Yule, there are other reasons why. It's not the size of their feet. It's also because it's a tree <laughs> and it's an elephant. Um, so yeah, maybe, maybe having smaller feet would help you in this one because i got big old feet and uh yeah i don't see this being very easy for someone like me but i still think i would have been okay mm. yeah yeah the box though i would have been out like seriously <laughs> um oh is- what, what yeah one thing we didn't talk about i'm sorry mari but uh, no, we didn't no, talk no. about they, they get luxury items sometimes um, right so yeah as they're doing this uh they're like hey number eight the winner of the challenge uh the test uh has received his camera oh, right and he gets to have a grand old time uh, as yeah. everyone else is suffering. Um, but as Chappelle mentioned, he's still stuck in the butt. <laughs> Alone, yeah. He's just With taking pictures of like the five things in there. <laughs> yeah, he took pictures of the buttons. He's like, here's the red button. Here's the green button. And, <laughs> and then his numbers. Yeah. I, I mean, it's better than nothing, I guess. While everybody is he's doing that torturous treatment, he's just standing there, I guess. I don't so know. So what's what's like the optimal luxury item to bring to solitary, right? Like if I mean, he not bring- going into solitary. <laughs> <laughs> your, your sanity. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, how about, how about like uh, I get my phone. <laughs> Put on an yeah. audiobook or a podcast. Oh know? my god! Yes. Okay. That. Yes. Yes. Audio book. What, what if like Val is blasting the same podcast at you the entire time? <laughs> what if it's but... this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> and you just have to hear how us laughing at your pants. Yeah, right. Like, wouldn't it be horrible <laughs> if you were stuck in this box? <laughs> like... How funny would it be if they had to listen to this podcast and this voice over and over and over? And this over is the 10th time you've heard it. The 100th time you've heard it. The 1,000th time you've heard it. <laughs> and this is the luxury. <laughs> <laughs> this is bad. But they've had some other ridiculous challenges. I don't know how, how good y'all's memory is of this show, but one that really stuck stuck out to me was they had to like move some bricks right and they move the bricks across the room and that was the one part of it but the part that i remember is that they would flash up a message on the screen like these like flashing words on the screen and you had to be able to read the words back but they were going like super super fast so you would just see like glimpses of what the words were and you had to read the messages back to val to win the challenge well the message was so dark it's so horrible and mean. It was like, life is not worth it. You're in this box forever. It's been 42 days and you still haven't eaten. Don't you hate yourself? Like, why are you doing this? It was the most morbid, horrible thing you want to say to yourself. And you've been trapped in a box for like a week already. Mm-hmm. It was so bad. Who comes up with this stuff? Like, uh, honestly, uh, you know. The Big Brother and Survivor should take note. I feel like I feel like oh solitary God, challenges no. are great. <laughs> it it does give me pressure cooker vibes though. A lot of these challenges, mm. you know, 
standing there with your with your finger on the button and see what happens. Uh, and people love that challenge. Maybe they could take some of these uh, challenges and you know integrate them into some of these you know more timely reality games that have been on for twenty thirty years at this point. You know, Sorry. didn't didn't one season of Big Brother do the like the buried alive? Didn't they have to do like a buried alive challenge? Um, yeah, they, yeah. Well, they were weren't they, really like, like counting buried alive. Though. Well, there there's different ones. There's ones where you, like you're you're counting a certain amount. There's like the graveyard one, all stars, where they were just like buzzing in for punishment. That was the one I'm thinking about. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. I remember watching and being like, no. Uh-uh. Yeah, I mean, I think at some point in this season, one of the people like decides that they want to shave their head. Um. Like, could you imagine just being that bored where you're just like, screw it, I'll shave my head. You're like, oh, okay, okay, um, thank you. I'm pretty sure a lot of people uh, did that exact same thing during the, the Panera Bread. Like, <laughs> please don't. Most of our listeners probably did that. Don't, let's not alienate yeah. anybody. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, you know, honestly, I was, it's, it really was the perfect show for the, for the, for the quarantine uh, times. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, it's, it's very, um, it is uh, like that. Everybody went through some form of solitary there. No, mm-hmm. if you binge watch this during the pandemic, love yourself more because <laughs> you just want like you like torture. You know, you just you like you, you just want to you just want to see people that had it have it worse than you. Like the, you know what? It could true. be it could be worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could be standing on wooden that's nail spikes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, but it's for fifty thousand dollars. Like that's a lot of money. I saw people when they were standing on it, like people were trying to dance a little bit and like talking to themselves. I think Bryce has been talking about how people don't have like an internet, like everyone doesn't have an inner monologue in their head. Like you can't hear your own thoughts. It's like only 50% of the population can do that. And so a lot of people are verbally processing because they have nothing else to do. Like they're just talking to themselves. Uh, Mari talks too much. Chappelle talks too much. We would just be talking to nobody. (laughs) Right. Talking out loud. Like the circle. This is, this is the circle minus uh, adding torture. And Mm -hmm. no, thank you. No, thank you. This is the circle if, uh, if they couldn't leave the bathroom. Oh my God. Like they're just stuck in that tiny little space. Yeah. They could incorporate oh some God. of this stuff to the circle. It might actually make the show a little bit more interesting. You know, like they have some challenges, but if they were like, okay, today's challenge, go in the bathroom. And I would lie though. Like, just like when they tried to, to dare Courtney to put on 10 shirt, shirts or whatever, I would just be like, oh, I did it. I, I would lie. It. I did it. It's cool. Yeah. Um, de- deception gets you kind of far in this game. Uh, there'll be times where Val will say count to something mm-hmm. and then tell me what number you got. And whoever reports the highest number wins. And like, we'll see on later episodes that people were like, Oh, I counted to, you know, 150 and I counted to 155 and they're very proud of themselves. And one player just goes, Yeah, I counted to like a million. And Val's like, You win. You reported <laughs> yeah. the highest number. Congratulations. <laughs> It pissed everyone yeah. off. I remember this so vividly. You know what I'm talking about? I remember that, yeah. Yeah. The, to the point where I think number like four, I don't know, one of these one of these women, number, like one of them said like, you're a cheater. And then <laughs> popcorn that she had gotten in one of the challenges and spelled out, you're a dirty cheater on the floor. And then Val took an image of it and showed it to the player who had who done the lying. Oh and, and like instantly they have a rivalry. It was insane. I have to I really have to go back and rewatch rewatch these because I watched I watched one through three 
like back in the day originally, but I, I have it. And then we watched this one, but I really need to go back because I do remember just really loving this show just again, because I just know I would never do it. Um, but th- so going back to the nail challenge, Taryn made a really good point earlier about like, when you find out that you've been sitting in a box for four hours longer than you, you needed to, I want to know, do you guys think this played a part with, with who went home this, uh, during this treatment? It certainly could have. I mean, I, I think when it comes to, uh, to Tyler, uh, number seven, um, mm-hmm. you know, he ends up being the second person to quit. I definitely think for him that, that had to, had something to do with it, right? And even if it's not mm. conscious, just the fact that like he was one of the people who was in that box for over four hours before being told, and he thought it was nowhere close to four hours, um, that had to subconsciously impact uh, his concept of time and uh, and like how far other people would go. Um, you know, obviously, uh, number one, uh, Stephen um, was one of the people who he was the second closest uh, to in that challenge, so it, it couldn't have impacted him too much. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, but he definitely seemed very over they both seemed very overconfident in terms of yeah. how long they had lasted and that was my thought because like steven number one didn't re- he he looked like it, it was hurting but it didn't look like it was like really hurting him you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and and like you said as soon as he hit the red button he's like oh i know i'm not the first one you know so that's why i was wondering if like he was like okay that's long enough this is i think i'm good now if i can st- step down now yeah, gotta be. Like, I feel like it's one of those things where you're like, I'm dying. Like, this is excruciating pain for me, and I'm stronger than the rest of these people, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, in my head, if I feel like this, there's no way um, number four, you know, who just got mm-hmm. engaged, is still like, <laughs> like back, backyard wrestler guys. No way he's standing on here longer than me. I survived, you know. Like, I, I did this, so I'm better than them, you know. So, I, I, I stayed in a box for three hours. You know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah. if I could do that. I know I've probably put in like an hour or two. I can come down. And what you realize is that, no, you can't trust your own abilities. You have to almost count on like, no, no, no. I have to go one step further because maybe, just maybe, I haven't even been up here that long. And I think Mm. that's the worst part about it. Like, you could step down and Val could say, it's been 30 minutes and you'd have no way of knowing. Mm. Just yeah, you just be like, what? And and the problem is that you have to have that conversation with yourself. Like, constantly like like constantly like it's not just like okay i've reached the you know three hour mark i could probably go a little bit further but do i need to yeah i probably need to easy it's like every passing moment your body is convincing your brain "Ah, they probably dropped they probably dropped they probably dropped they probably and then after an hour of that you're like surely now they've dropped um until you know and except except it hasn't actually been an hour it's been 10 minutes uh and right. so like it's that's what that's how your brain gets you. and and that's what i'm just wondering because it truly didn't look like it like it didn't look like they were going to pass out you know does that make sense like maybe i'm just overdoing it but they they were just both standing there. I think Tyler looked like he was in more pain than than uh, number one Stephen even did, and, and he was just like, mm, okay, he like stepped down. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, I feel like if I'm gonna be doing this and I'm doing this challenge and I'm supposed to be pushing myself, like I'm gonna have to like pass out from the pain or like you know, or I'm go- once I step down, I'm gonna be like, ah, 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 
just hurt like feet hurt like it really seemed he just seemed so nonchalant so I'm like I don't think you really push yourself and you just try to rely on thinking that somebody else had came in under you yeah I wonder if a part of you is even thinking like maybe I might need more energy later on for more challenges because I've only mm-hmm. eaten so much like I, I think this is good enough to get me through this round but also like I can recover, you know, for long enough to get ready for the next one. Because those people who were in the box for four hours, they didn't get, they were in there uncomfortable for four hours. So that (laughs) kind of pain takes its toll on you. Mm -hmm. Um, I know in future episodes, Val will offer them like, hey, if you win this challenge, I'll give you a muscle relaxer. And it's, and like, I was thinking like, why would you want that? Like, that's going to make you so sleepy. And like, if you do a challenge, like, but if you've been in a box cramped up and standing on there, like, yeah. Give me a painkiller or something. I'll, I'll take it. You know, and so I think a lot of that comes into play. It's just so much to go through in your own head, you know? Um, and speaking of, you know, like these, like this mental conversation you have to have with yourself, uh, in one of the future episodes, I think it's JP. He, um, I, one of the other players gets like, uh, like an ability to like, uh, give him a disadvantage. And he's like, I want a disadvantage number nine because he was on Survivor and I feel like he's really tough. He'd be the toughest competition. So like now he has to do more rep, like, like whatever they were doing. I, they were like lifting up to something really heavy or something. I don't know, but they, uh, like he had to do it more than everybody else. But JP was told this, like, hey, number eight sent you this disadvantage. So now every time JP would go to do a challenge, he would say, no, I got to do one more rope. I got to do one mm. more rep because number eight. I got to do one more rep because number eight. I got to do one more rep. And he just kept telling himself that over and over again because he's like, there's no way I'm going to let this guy get one up on me. And he does it for like three rounds. And it's kind of impressive because if you're saying that the whole time, you're not thinking about how much you can take. You're thinking about how much they can take. And you're like, no, no, no. That person is a beast. I got to go further. And I think you just got to find that one thing that motivates you. Um, even though there's literally nothing to motivate you. Yeah. Hmm. It's I a lot. I thought of it like that. Yeah. This it game, it, and and I guess that's why it also just does not appeal to me because you cannot like <laughs> you cannot like social your way out of this. <laughs> you can't. Yeah. <laughs> and that's I think that's what appealed to me at the time was that like it really does all come down to you. And when you get to the end mm-hmm. of a, a season of solitary, you get to those final two players, you get the winner. Uh, you really feel like like these people earned it like these people have gone through the ringer uh and they have worked themselves here and i I have so much respect for for the the people that made it that far yeah Uh, let's spoil it so i remember this season vividly the moment i saw this person i knew that they had won do you know who the winner is okay so my my memory tells me that it came down to tyler and foo seven eight uh it was not which, Tyler, which one is Tyler? Seven. 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 Uh, I think so. Yeah, I think those yeah, are the two it came down to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Fu ends up winning it all. Mm-hmm. And watching him win was so, like, it was so fulfilling for me. So I remember when I watched this show, I wasn't, like, watching it every week. It was on a marathon. And mm-hmm. it was one of those things where, like, 
the reality this the reality TV show that like channel did this all the time. Fox Amazing. Reality. Like mm-hmm. they were good to put on like a rea- like here's the beginning and here's the end. And like for the next nine hours, this is what you're gonna be doing. Mm-hmm. And that's right up my alley. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I was I sat there and I watched the whole thing and I remember thinking, I can't do this. This is crazy. Why are y'all doing this? And by like episode three or four, I'm completely invested in all these people because mm-hmm. you hear their inner thoughts when they're talking to themselves out loud, like the thing the things that are motivating them, the things that they're afraid of, the things that hurt really bad, like all the things they're talking you through them. So in a way, they tell their own story of the victory that they might have. And I was so invested in for winning. Like it was incredible. There's a challenge that he does where it was something with math. So instantly, this is right up my alley because I, I can't count. I, I'm, I'm horrible at math. And Fuji just says, I can't do this. I'm tired. I can't think. I don't want to do this. I'm taking a nap in the middle of a challenge. And Val was like, excuse me? They have the challenge. Fu wakes up midway through the challenge, does it or whatever. And Val says, hey, Fu, um, what if you got disqualified for taking a nap? And Fu just like starts crying. It's like, I've been trying so hard. I've given this my all. I don't know what, I'm sorry. I just don't know what to do. I had to take a nap. It wasn't like, is it against the rules? Am I gone? He won the challenge. Like he like he won after taking a whole nap. He was the the best person there. So at that point, he had me. I was all invest I was all in and watching him and Tyler go at it in that last challenge. Yeah, Tyler seven. I think you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, watching yeah. him go at it in that last challenge. It became what Tara was talking about though, like more of a physical challenge. Mm-hmm. Uh and it was like it was endurance, but kind of like Endurance is very physical. Like it's not like so much willpower. It's also like how much phys- like of your own body weight can you hold up? And um, he won. And like Tyler's crying because Tyler had done so well. I mean, what has it been? What we 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 estimate this is taking weeks at a this week point. And a half. Like a week, a week and, and a half. half. Yeah, a week, yeah, mm-hmm. week and a half. So Tyler's crying, and I'm crying for Tyler. Like, oh my god, he was so close. And then they go to Fool, and I'm thinking Fool's about to get this big triumphant moment. They tell him like, and Fool's just crying. He's like, I can't believe it. Are you messing with me? I I just don't understand. Uh-huh. And she goes, Fool, I loved having you so much. It was a pleasure. I just, I just don't see myself letting you leave here anymore. <laughs> so welcome to solitary season three. And yeah. then boom, the lights cut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was so that good. That was a mess. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. so good. And I was like, if they put, you know, I was younger then, but I wasn't that young. I was like, there's no way. There is mm. just no way. You could say mm. for $100,000, would you do it again? I, fool is running for the heels at this point. I know he is. Again, Saw. Like, we just, it circles all the way back to Saw. <laughs> it does. But this was the only season I ever watched. I never went and watched any other season. So, is there like any mm. cool things from the future seasons that y'all remember? Oh, don't give me the line. My memory is shot. I mean, I remember season three also being very good. I don't remember why, but I, for some reason, I remember season yeah. four being like, eh. Um, season one was also great though. Like it's, it's for sure like three super, super great seasons of, of television. And the fourth season, I think it's still, I mean, still fine. I'm sure. I, 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 yeah. again, I don't even remember why I didn't like it. I think as I much. stopped watching in the middle. Yeah. Um, a four. No, yeah, I just had about my, four. I had my one run in with the show. It was a beautiful weekend of just sitting there <laughs> watching, watching this show. And I mean, like I said, it took me through a range of emotions because there were times where I thought I could do this. There were definitely I, at no point could I do this, but and there were times <laughs> where I was like, I could, I could do this. I, there's a dominoes challenge where they just hold, like they just stack the little dominoes. Like you got two thousand dominoes, you can put them on this table, and then at some point I'm going to ask you to knock them down, and whoever knocks them down at one time they win the challenge. And I was I remember thinking like, oh, I could do this, 
there's no world where I could do that. <laughs> even if I had tons of rest, tons of food, tons of time, I've never been able to stack dominoes and make them like, and do the little thing that everybody does where you tip them over. But for some mm-hmm. reason watching this, I was like, I, I too could do this. I could be fool one day. I, I could not. The narrator said he was lying. It was incorrect. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that's that's all honestly part of the experience too. At the time, was that it was like uh, is like like a contestant on Solitary. I just I, I binged uh, probably all four seasons uh, in a couple days, uh, mm-hmm. or maybe the fourth season wasn't out when I started watching it. But um, yeah. uh, at least like the first two seasons, and and like uh, uh, for whatever reason, anytime I watched Solitary, it was in a binge, and yeah. so. The whole experience almost feels like a fever dream. And, you know, mm-hmm. I think that it wasn't until I started podcasting and I got into like the reality TV community online and stuff that I ever heard anybody else in my life mention solitary. And it was like, oh, that was real. Like that. Oh, I yeah. completely <laughs> forgot about this yep. thing that like didn't exist to me before or after I watched it. Um, and so, uh, you know, they were like two period again, there are two periods of my life where I watched it. Uh, forgot about it. It came back, watched it again, forgot about it. People talked about it again. It's like, it's, it's so weird to me that this is even like a, it, that this wasn't just something that I concocted in my brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And same, like we, when, when I had discovered solitary, I was living in a, a house college with like four other people. And I was the type that if, if something was on, I was, Everybody was in our room, like in my room, like watching it. And I, I just loved just again, just how different it felt from what I was currently watching. You know, I was still loving the amazing race, any type of like reality TV show other than Big Brother and and Survivor. But this one just seems so different because it relied so much on yourself. You, like you said, you couldn't get voted off and it was just about like human perseverance. And I mean, uh, torture mistreatment aside it really is people like the journey of these people to to get over things and to you know persevere and stuff like that so um and i'm pretty sure Chappelle, you said you got a a pretty like a lot of requests for this so i'm glad to be a part of this this solitary podcast because it's a fun it's such a fun look back and it's so bingeable it's so easy all the season two is all on uh, youtube so if you haven't seen it definitely go and check it out Oh yeah, for sure. What both of y'all said is is definitely it just hits close to home. Like I remember the feeling I had when I watched it. I also mm-hmm. remember thinking nobody else was watching this. Like yeah, <laughs> like I was not going. Like I was in college when I was watching this, or probably like mm, like probably like on like a, a break or something from college. So I was like at home, like you know when you're like couch potatoing and you're just watching stuff because you don't have school. And like it's not like I was calling my friends like, oh yeah, y'all gotta see Solitaire. I was like, no, I'm probably gonna watch this, then watch the mold, then watch the Amazing Race, then watch whatever comes on, and hopefully watch Big Brother, you know, like, just doing my reality TV thing, you know? And so when I start asking people about suggesting for the Rewind, I was like, why does everybody know about Solitary? Yeah. Like, everybody can like, hey, there's this one show. And people would, like, DM me. Like, hey, this is one show you probably haven't heard about. It. It's called Solitary. It's so good. Like, I think you would like it. And I was like, duh! Like, this is an amazing show. Are you, ca- are you crazy? So, I was happy to talk about it, but I was definitely happy to find out that you two wanted to talk about it. Now, that made my day. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's uh, the thing too, is that like it completely, when I watched it, it completely held up. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I wanted to watch another episode. <laughs> I yeah. might go back and rewatch all of solitaire now. 
because yeah. and and like uh the same is not as true of like uh, even survivor big brother like those older seasons can feel a little slow sometimes mm-hmm. um it, this uh, this was this was fun it was well paced uh i was excited to watch more even though i have already seen it um yep. like uh it, it doesn't miss a, a step here yeah, yeah. This is this will be fun for me too because I've only seen the one season. So now that I have the itch, I'm like, I guess I gotta go watch these other seasons because then I'll have some suspense. Like I went into this this rewatch knowing that Fu ends up winning. I have no clue who any of the other players are all after this. So you know the the fun of opening that like that new reality TV show that everybody's talking about. Like oh, this start starting your binge and you have mm. no clue who wins and no spoilers out. There's a ton of spoilers out, but I won't look for them. I think I am gonna rewatch maybe uh well watch for the first time maybe season three and just see if it uh if it doesn't scare the crap out of me like season two did. There you go. Yeah. Uh, all right. Any anything else that we should uh, talk about before we wrap up here? No, no. I think we covered it. Yeah, right. I think that's it. Ultimately, this is what this was a fun rewatch. If uh, mm-hmm. if anybody is looking for this, like Terrence said or Mari said, it's on YouTube. Uh, the entire season, I'm sure there are like playlists um, yep. where you could just like go to the one episode and just go through them. Um, shoot. I recommend it actually, and I hope that they so, someone will look back at these shows and start to recommend some of these challenges, maybe for the Big Brother and Survivor community. Because I think it's getting a little stale. We've been doing the same mm. thing for a long time. Well, Fox did resurrect uh, Paradise Hotel for like a season. What was that two years ago? And I like OG Paradise Hotel again, just like Solitary. I watched it on Fox Reality Show. That show is amazing. The reboot, not so much. Maybe Fox should though dip back into the solitary bubble you know the circle again we reference the circle circle's big for netflix maybe fox will look at the circle and be like let's bring out solitary because that's the only reason why they brought out paradise hotel is because um love island did well so maybe maybe we should get a tweet campaign going like bring (laughs) back solitary i don't know (laughs) i think we missed our mark too like we probably could have we could have got this on the air during the pandemic because you wouldn't even have to have any human contact like like you come in you just like hey we're gonna tell you the rules from way over there we're just gonna talk to you you walk you in the box and you can you can quarantine in there all you want, you know. Like that would have been epic. I man, I, the circle was a good like replacement for that. But I mean, it's still there. You can still do it. I I, I don't see the problem. I mean, I I, just, I don't know if they can get away with some of the stuff they were doing nowadays, though. If I'm <laughs> oh, being honest, that is true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're lost against these things now. <laughs> well, uh, well, kind of just like well, it. Like go, shift kind of to the fear factor ish side, where it's like mm-hmm. a little bit more funnier mm-hmm. and then mental torture. Like maybe they could get away with that. Yeah. <laughs> they do it like that or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, it's a great show. I mean, to this day, uh, one of my one of my top shows of all time, to be honest, like reality or not. I just uh, I loved the experience of watching it. It's uh, it absolutely holds up. Uh, I'm so glad that uh, I had a chance to talk about it with you, Tim. Yes. yes. Thank you all for coming uh, on. Thank you. Yes, of course. Thank you. I I always love to talk about obscure reality TV, TV in general. Yeah. 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 Well, Rob left me hanging. 
but luckily you two stepped <laughs> in and we had a good party without him. I, I, I love talking to Taryn when Rob's away. You know, we can, uh, we can cut up a little bit. <laughs> but, but yeah, thank y'all so much for popping in. I know, uh, you, do y'all have anything that y'all want to plug? Anything you want to tell people to listen to? What you well, got going got on? Some, uh, we've got some shows to plug. There's a, uh, I have a list of shows. This is, these are the things that Rob plugs. So, uh, oh it's, uh, <laughs> I might mess them up, but there's, <laughs> There's a Survivor Australia panel uh, with Rob, uh, you, Chappelle, uh, oh, yeah. and uh, and Amy. Um, did this already happen? Yes. So we talked about uh, the 20th best season of Survivor uh, as voted by the listeners of Rob Has a Podcast, uh, mm-hmm. Survivor, the Australian Outback. Uh, it was a great time talking to Amy Chan and Rob about this uh, classic season, many people's first season. Uh, an iconic cast, uh, love them or hate them, <laughs> but iconic nonetheless. Uh, and it was a good time. So yeah, that should be in your podcast feed already. Yes. And then, uh, next week I will be talking with Mari here, uh, Yay. and, uh, her, uh, her, uh, podcast partner, Matt, um, uh-huh. to talk about the 19th best season of Survivor, uh, Cook Islands, uh, which yes. should be very fun. Uh, get to talk about. Yule and Ozzy and uh and Penner and uh <laughs> Parvati um and all of the uh all of the wackiness that goes on in the mutinies of of Cook Islands. Are, are you looking forward to it, Mari? Uh yeah, I finally get to uh get on one of these top forty uh countdowns. I, I get it, you gotta save the best for last and all of that. So um I will be making my debut. Um, yes. but yeah, I'm so, I, I'm so excited. Shade to Chappelle, who's been on like eight of them. Um, so. <laughs> I mean, uh, just the less good ones. They're all great. <laughs> Cook Island is literally the first survivor season I watched live. So I'll be talking about that, um, more when we, when we talk on Wednesday. So just come in, uh, come and check us out. All right. Uh, there's also a talking with T-Bird with, uh, Clarence Black. Um, we've got, uh, the Twish, uh, this week in Survivor History Ultimate Trivia with Rob, Jordan Kalish, Grace Leader, and Brian Scally. Um, make sure that, uh, if you are not a patron of Rob as a podcast, uh, what are you doing? Become a patron. Like, what, what are, you, are you listening to this and you're like, eh, I don't need to support it. I don't need to be a patron. Uh, really? Uh, <laughs> I feel like, um, that would probably get you eliminated on solitary. I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> make sure uh, you find uh, Rob as a podcast on Twitter and uh, RHP Grams on Instagram. Uh, podcasters are doing takeovers uh, left and right. Um, so you can uh, see all of that content. Um, and uh, yeah, that's that's uh, that's the Rob as a podcast stuff. You can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Taryn Armstrong. I'm hanging out there playing games. Uh, playing the uh, pummel party with uh, with Kevin Martin and Bruno and Puya, uh, mm-hmm. playing uh, Fall Guys and uh, all kinds of Among Us, all kinds of fun stuff over there on Twitch. So make sure you find me there. You can also find me on Twitter at Armstrong Taren. Uh, Mari, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Mari Talks Too Much. That's two, like the number two. I also just did um, a Tearless Tuesday with Puya this past week. We did, uh, we ranked TV channels. So if you want to hear me talk about more obscure shows, like just 
far out there the shows. Fox reality ch- channel land. No, we didn't get there yet. No, okay. we actually are gonna. We actually broke it into two, two tier lists. Yeah, because of course I talked too much and we went like <laughs> two plus hours and only got halfway through the tier list. So and every it was going so well. Puya said this will be our first time we do a part two. So um, we did it this week and then we'll be, do part two. I think he said in two weeks. So keep an eye out on that. Go and follow Puya. Twitch, I don't know, not Puya. <laughs> Go follow Puya on Twitch. Follow Puya. Um, and Chappelle, where, yes. where can people find you? As usual, the, the RHAP Rewind listeners know to follow me on Twitter at Chappelle's underscore show, C-H-A-P-P-E-L-L-S underscore show, where I am tweeting about television mostly, but also just talking to people. I, if you tweet me, I will almost always respond if it's funny. You know, if it's not funny, then I'll probably like <laughs> you or something. I don't know. I don't know, but I'm having a good time on there. Um, normally at this point, we would tell you what's coming up next on the reality TV rewind, but Rob is in the middle of a move. And so, uh, what I will say is that, um, I have an idea and we may or may not do it. So there's that. So, uh, Ooh. tune in. You might get a surprise or you might not, but, uh, that's the fun of things like solitary. You know, I get to screw with you a little bit. So <laughs> that's, yeah. that's all I got going on right now. And I'll, uh, be back for sure whenever Rob is back. Yeah. This is the part where the lights go out and we tell you, thank you for joining <laughs> us, but you've been such great listeners. We're not actually going to let you go. You're going to have to stick around and listen to this podcast on repeat for the next <laughs> week and a half. <laughs> we have taken over your phone. <laughs> you are not allowed to press pause. You are not allowed to stop. You must repeat the podcast over and over until you decide that you have given up. Um, all right. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, I can't wait for you to hear this again. And we'll see you next time. <laughs> 